Okay. Uh, first item, now that we have our quorum, approval of minutes for the following meeting, January 19th. Were there any changes? Anybody have corrections? No. Anything? Nope. Okay. Um, I move we approve minutes. My second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. It's approved. Great. Public comments, not on the agenda. Nobody's on Zoom. Nobody's here. Okay, we'll go on to item four, mural project. Um, Chris was not able to be connected, but he did send an email. Um, Collector, did you get a chance to look at that too? You're muted again. You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, Mike sent it to me, yes. I, okay, so you've seen it. Here, I've seen it. Um, I guess, um, any discussion? I kind of agree with what Chris chose. Kind of agree. I, I thought that that her uh, some of her creations were kind of cartoonish. I I, I liked uh, Greg's the best myself. Did you? Yeah. I, I think that uh, any of the artists would work with us if you wanted to explore some of that. I, I think I think they're all good. They're all um, good. Yeah. Um, I agree. I wonder if he would be you know a lot more expensive than the others given his extensive experience yeah and I, I do like the idea of giving a more local artist uh there's an aspect of customer support too if we yeah. if we see some you know issues yeah. with it down the road uh, she'll have more incentive to come well and i like that uh, that jenna has worked with metal before mm -hmm. i think that's going to be metal and the unevenness is going to really be um something different mm -hmm. to figure out how to how to work I think both Jenna and Greg are Jenna and Greg were the top were for me. also yeah. familiar with working with cold weather climates. Um, Layton, a good young artist, could probably do it for a fraction of the cost, but uh, you'd be taking some chances, I think. And um, he hopefully yeah. gets some good local projects to start and get his feet wet. But uh, my vote would be Jenna. Yeah. We had something else that came in. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to see it, Layton was the artist that submitted an updated. Um, layout description based on the conversation he just plugged in a couple of those yeah. elements to uh, okay. uh, if you want sure, to we have we're going to share my screen bring it up okay. and share screen so Electra can see it but basically what he mm -hmm. did is how you've got uh, oh, women okay. representation um, give me a second are you sharing your screen I will in a second. I just okay. I was just wondering if it was you're already sharing it. I'm like, I'm not able to see it. There we go. There it is. Yep. All right. Well, thank you. That's all yeah, I really wanted like to it. see. Um, thank you so much. I still like the one from Jenna with it's not as busy. And I think it would be able to be seen from a distance better than some of the others than the other examples I, I think not uh, just seen by appreciated yeah and all three artists you know express the the capabilities of being able to adapt a design to, to right yeah you know include elements of yeah preference so so, so I think we've got um Chris for Jenna I'm for Jenna you're for Jenna you're for Layton um, and um, haven't heard from Electra. 
Hello, Jenna Trinity. and Greg. I, I agree with Chris. My first top word, Jenna and Greg. Fine, yeah, like, no, I don't have okay. any objection to it either. I'd be happy with any one of them. Yeah, exactly. yeah, any of them. Yes. Um, okay. Pros and cons. I yes. Think. But as long as they're willing to work with us, mm -hmm. that makes a big difference. But I, I mean, to be honest, I'd go with um, any of Jenna's concepts she presented. I mean, if, if I were just to say, you know, are you guys good with this? Anything she put up there would have been good. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, In that case, um, Need to consider a motion directing staff to negotiate a contract with Jenna with our selected artists. I so move. Second. Okay. Second. Uh, I'll second. Okay. okay. She can have the second. Yes. Yeah, your um, turn. Your turn. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I know that's fine. You already said it. Uh, all in favor. All in favor say aye. 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 Okay. Passed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will work with Wendy and Jenna and we'll get a contract put together and we'll kind of get a schedule built out so that we can get the process going. Okay, great. Okay, on to strategic plan then. Did my screen change? Can you still see that? No, no. I still see the mural. Yeah, Which is probably more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, hire a graphic designer for your <laughs> services. Yeah, just maybe I should use Jenna. And yeah, get your attention. <laughs> okay. Should I try to drive again? This? Yeah. It's not, I'll drive. Which it's one okay. is it? Uh, left click should go forward. It does. Okay. And does right click go back? Uh, you have to uh, go manually to, yeah, it doesn't automatically go back. It's okay. so weird. So I sent you some wording mm -hmm. for the goals. And tonight, so we'll go through the wording. We'll look at the vision statement that you revised. And then we'd like to get some success indicators and some strategies. Um, and those will be, once again, a draft but we'll get started on that. So okay. let's just start. So we're really gonna talk about how we will get there. Um, not only the where we wanna be with the goals, but how we we'll get there and those books, the strategies. So the revised mission statement is in front of you. Um, you didn't change the mission statement. So I'm just giving you the revised mission statement to look at again, any second thoughts on that. Um, I said you would see it again. This is not the last time you will see it, but we're getting down there. So we want to get it sort of closer. I like it. I like them. Yeah. Looks fine. Okay. I'm not going to belabor it. So we'll work with this and the, and the mission statement with no changes. And then I developed some draft goals. Um, so the wording, you have your communication and collaboration goal, you have your uh, funding and financial sustainability goal, your infrastructure goal, and your community engagement goal. And these are some wording based on our discussion. So let's take some time to get these kind of in the forms that you want them. I don't have optimize, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I like this. Yeah. Well, Fred, did you have any comments? No. So these are okay. This is not the last time you'll see them. Yeah, I think they're fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have sort of a rhythm to go through each goal, talk about success indicators, and then we'll talk about strategies that would move towards those success indicators. We're going to do that for each of the four goals. We can mix it up if that gets, uh, if the order gets too, uh, too tedious for you. But so with, first, I wanted to talk a little bit about the link to the city's plan. We talked about the strategies would most likely link to the city city's plan. And so I think if we look particularly at the values, there are some strategies that you can use to move towards those values that the city has, has mentioned in their plan, the equity value, the climate action, which you've talked about with your infrastructure. And you have some partnerships and engagement concepts, particularly with your last, your engagement goal. So there's also an opportunity, I think, if you look around the outside, there, there are some impact um, areas that the city council's strategic plan discusses. And in housing and neighborhoods, they talk about active and inviting outdoor spaces. So there's a slight linkage there with how you've talked about using the space here, um, especially the viewing area. Um, mobility in the plan for the city council, they talk about um, charging stations for EV vehicles, which is something you've talked about, as well as creating the infrastructure for future electrification of all kinds of things. So I think that there's a link in that mobility impact. Of course, in the uh, economy impact, there's lots of linkage between what the airport does um, reinforcing that Iowa City is a premier community to locate businesses, appropriate infrastructure for businesses, cultivating a strong entrepreneurial sort of culture and those sorts of things. There's also two that would be interesting to play with maybe in your strategies. Some things have come up in discussions with you. One is the Iowa City's image of the greatest small city for arts. So I know that you have a lot of um, activities out here. So maybe thinking about stronger linkages with art activities, such the mural is one, I think that, that opens that door. And then the strength in the Iowa River's role as a signature community amenity, you're so close to the river. Maybe there's a strategy, maybe, maybe there's something, maybe it won't come out in the plan necessarily, but maybe there will be sort of an opportunity within the five years of the plan. Is there a river corridor plan that Iowa City has on the books? I don't think so. In years yeah. ago, they talked about taking the uh, Lowhead Dam out and putting in like a river rapids, kind of a right. drip route. There's, there are within the city some conversations about the dam and the river itself. I don't believe rapids or any, any, any type of that kind of recreational activity mm -hmm. is, is in the cards. Um, but there is, there is conversations of how to use the river as more of an asset. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we do have the boat ramp that's coming off of our area. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and whatever that, um, plan is, is there a role plan. for us to play to at least link up with that? I mean, at one point they're talking cycling trails on this side of the river. That's yep. kind of a given, but if there was more, they were dealing with shoreline restoration or, 
uh, you know, how can we kind of link up and complement that? The, the projects that I know they're talking about right now and something that they want to get done kind of this fiscal year is, is the Sturgis Ferry, re, I, don't know, I don't want to say redevelopment, but beautification. Yeah. Uh, they are, and I've been working with um, both Parks and Rec and Engineering and NES because we're all involved. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so the goal is to put a shelter, kind of a parking area or fix up the boat ramp a little bit. Uh, and then also have the the recycling station. So all of those recycling bins that are typically like around town, at least mm -hmm. uh, to have have a, uh, accessible drop off drop off points for those. Um, there's also going to be some sidewalk at least initially there, and I think that's going to be our kickoff for getting that whole sidewalk along uh, Riverside Drive. Mm -hmm. um, so things are things are in progress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I, I say that because of the proximity and as an amenity, it might be an attractor that you talk about to get mm -hmm. pilot supply in. I'm not sure. It'll probably be something opportunistic. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's not a strategy at this point, but just planting a seed for that just because, like I said, of, of the proximity mm -hmm. and the Sturgis Ferry sort of um, development, tweaking, whatever it's called. Um, and then the safety and well-being, there's a build community by fostering uh, social connections and developing safe, accessible um, spaces for gathering. And once again, that's something that you've talked about with the airport. So I think that there are some really good linkages to the, um, the city's strategic plan, and we'll make sure to call those out once you've uh, developed your strategies and talked about success indicators. Also in the city's plan, they talk about um, the resources of facilities, equipment and technology, people and funding as resources necessary to implement the plan, similar to how you guys are talking about infrastructure and um, finances. Um, and I mentioned to Mike before this meeting, um, the one thing that came out in my conversation with the city manager is when we talk about people, you have one person and the airport doesn't currently have a succession plan for if Mike wanted to, you know, like I said, hit the lottery or leave or take a long vacation. So I just want to plant that seed too, that might not be in your plan necessarily, but when you think of infrastructure, also thinking of your systems that are in place, this is a unique department within the city having one expert, mm -hmm. there's nobody in the city who can <laughs> step in. Um, so I think that that would be an important consideration for your sustainability, something to think about. So that, um, any questions or comments about linkages to the council's plan? Because I think that's really important. And I think that that's an expectation of the city, the city council. Um, and we'll make sure to, you know, draw those lines, but things to think about. Electra, did you have any comments about that? Linkage to the city's plan? No. Okay. All right. First goal, um, the strong communication and collaboration with the city council, with the city administration and other city departments. Regina, but before you move forward, I do agree with you about the succession plan. Not necessarily succession, but if something were to happen to Mike, 
whether or not we might need somebody else there. So I don't know if that's something that we can discuss now or later or what everybody else feels about that. The kinds of questions I ask, but thoughts? In five years, sometimes I ask people to just fast forward themselves to five years from now, looking back on the school, and I say, Do you, did you achieve your goal or, or did you move towards your goal? What would we see? Well, examples of collaboration, probably the parking lot's the one that comes to mind initially, but um, the snow plowing. Um, about sharing with that okay. mowing. Do we share the mowing? Public works. Uh, parks and Park, Rec. Parks and Rec. Kind of a. Yeah, we partner for like the highways and um, the lot over by McDonald's that we have. I, I think an indicator would be having us go to city council and do presentations. And again, that was one of the things we yeah. had about commission members going. Well, and also, I agree with that, but also influencing what the city is planning to do, for example, with the sidewalk we've been talking about along the side drive. Um, you know, I think the airport feels a little isolated physically. You know, you can drive here, but that's the only way you can get here. Um, I would also point out, I mean, the, the mural was but for the relationship with public art. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And we had a lot of discussions with Parks and Rec over the past few years as well. One thing that I would caution us is whether city council is um, an effective forum for engagement or if it's more of the subcommittees that we would be better engaged with. Um, I mean, I, we went to, Walter and I went to city council last year and um, I mean, we spoke- Say hi. Yeah, yeah, we said hi, mm -hmm. but it's um, it's a very different kind of meeting than what we do here. It's not something that, um, you know, we, we check things off there, they check things off the list. So I don't know if there's other more working level um, forums that uh, this commission could engage. Well, I, I've been going to the parks and rec meetings okay. as a neighborhood representative, mm -hmm. but also I've talked with them about some of the airport things too. So I, I think definitely connect with, be sure to connect with parks and rec. Hello, yeah. Trump. They're very interesting, those park and rec meetings. Is there a, um, uh, like it, on the um, mobility side, is there a planning group within the city that we could connect with? I mean, is there putting together bus schedules or thinking about electric buses or thinking about light rail or thinking about access to light rail? Um, you know, is there a way that we can make sure that we're coordinated with them and, and um, again, a plug-in point, because we're not, I mean, other than kind of ad hoc, we're not really plugged in today. Yeah, I think that from the plan and, and jump in like with your thoughts. And maybe Mike's got it already. We're just well, from the plan, you know, it's kind of giving direction to staff. And I think that when it comes to the mobility, the conversation about you can only get to the airport by car, I think that that's something that would benefit city council to hear. What do you think? I, I think you could approach it from, you know, both ends of the, of the spectrum and, you know, have uh, have that discussion with city council about, you know, ways, these are ways we think to help the airport, but also with Parks and Rec, because they're the ones putting the initial plans together. 
Is it uh, parks and rec that's putting the uh, park? It's because it, it's it's meant to be a trail. That is, I'm trail. sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, but as far as trail. as far as some of the other stuff like bus schedules, that would be transit. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that they're uh, the MPO JC, the the Metropolitan uh, Planning Organization, that they do a lot of the traffic planning and. Um, there'll be some of the, the group that's heavily involved in the redesign of, of the corner up here at the Highway 6 mm -hmm. and Highway 1 corner. Um, that would be the organization, I guess, the, probably where I would send somebody if they were going to ask about things like that. Right. Um, so there, there's definitely a variety of places we could probably connect to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. I think it just depends on the particular topic on which avenue is. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just best. trying to caution so that yeah. going to the city council is kind of like going to a board meeting yeah. where what you really need to do is just know the project team is working on the things that impact you and interface there. So. But well, the advantage of going to city council is there's a lot of people who watch that. So you're also getting your, your information out. At least I've, I've got a lot of neighbors that watch, hmm. watch the reruns of city council meetings and see what's going on. So it's not just the minute we're there, but it's also getting out past the city council. Then if we are going to do it, we've got to think about it as a um, kind of a one-way communication forum, and we need to be very tight on message. It can't be just, hey, I'm going to show up and I'm here. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be very, very right. scripted, tight, get get it out, get it clean, and, and uh, get it done. There also might be work sessions with the council or more back and forth, mm -hmm. and I think it would be entirely appropriate um, to present your strategic plan once it's finalized and some of the projects that you see that link to their strategic plan, the trail, for example, um, and then talk about some of the things that you're doing, particularly with climate action. I think the, the council would be interested. If you did a work session with them, that would be more back and forth. And you yeah. participate in those work sessions now, right? Yeah. Um, when there's airport items, like it, it depends on, like, yeah, primarily if there's airport items, I will be at the meetings. Otherwise I'm not typically in council meetings. Yeah. So you would have to get on the work session agenda, but I don't yeah. think it would be bad necessarily to talk to the city manager and the mayor to get on a work session agenda after you've approved your strategic plan, you know, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, it'll be in the packet. Mm -hmm. The plan would be in the packet. And then you could just type message, go through some highlights and emphasize some areas where you would like, and then ask them if they have any questions. And that could be more your back and forth. Okay. Any other success indicators? Here are some of them that you had in the last plan. Um, you know, and they're, 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 they don't have specific measurables about how many times necessarily, except an annual report presentation, um, those sorts of things. But it's generally the same types of things you're talking about. Do you do an annual report? And do you present that or does a commission member? Generally, I have one of the commission members present it. Is that something you want to, that would continue to be part of this? And so. it becomes, the way we've done, we've used city council meetings at this point is, is more putting names to faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when they appoint commission yeah. members, yeah. they don't necessarily know who you are mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's to put names with faces, especially because we do rotate chairs around. So kind of the, the, the leadership changes quite often. And, um, but otherwise, yeah, the annual report is usually one where um, the chair and secretary to uh, present kind of the executive summary of it. And then um, we haven't done quarterly meetings, but if there's something else that semi-annual annual um, it just yeah. we haven't collectively we haven't been very good about the quarter no, what i'd say is uh, maybe we need to be a little more <laughs> so activist. we need to it, it, be, it becomes one of those things either we do need to make this yeah. a priority or maybe we shift that goal into and and if the if if we are talking about more control uh, more defined conversations with other boards right. commissions mm -hmm. entities right. maybe that's where that that communication piece picks up in, in terms of collaboration and, and we're not focusing quite so hard on council unless we need to. Yeah, my only concern with city council, it's a highly parliamentary process yeah. and there's no engagement from it. And, and yeah. there's, yeah. But, but you do get phone calls back. <laughs> I'll give my three minute talk because you're allowed the three minute mm -hmm. thing to talk. And I'll hear back within the next couple of days from three or four different council members and have a conversation directly with them. Hmm. So you do get you do. I think a lot of it depends on on why yeah. you're there to talk when yeah. you know what the purpose is. Well, it wouldn't be bad to do like I said the strategic plan think, and maybe the yeah. annual report at a work session. Yeah. Ask I mean annual report. Feedback. Ask for five minutes on the mm -hmm. work session agenda, and then it. It does yeah. allow for, I mean, that is the form for the back and forth. Another thing that you had on the success indicators is that you want members of the city council to be familiar with the airport. So touring the airport. So invitations, it's an odd yeah. numbered year. So it's a city council election year. So you'll want to be aware of who is running. Um, I believe that gazillion years ago when I ran, I think I had an invitation to come out mm -hmm. here and tour as a candidate. Mm -hmm. And so you can be more yeah. proactive. I'm, you know, it might be a strategy, it might be a success indicator, but I would suggest that it's good if your council, your elected officials are familiar with the airport. Okay. Absolutely. We still offer those invites, although they've been less and less taken up in recent history. Mm -hmm. I think maybe if they got a yeah, that would be more appealing. We do have a flight instructor and or or <laughs> flight instruction. Sure. Collector. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you have anything? I, I'm trying to make sure I don't forget you back there or you're behind. No, me. yeah, yeah. No. If I have something, I'll let you know. Okay. Anything else that comes to mind as an indicator that when you look back you want to have done. I mean, I think part of this is opportunistic. You can you can check off the projects that are with city departments, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the strategies that, that build the co communication and collaboration. Right now you have the mural project. And you'll have the continued cooperation with um, snow removal, mowing, that kind of thing. We've been talking now about communication, right? So do those things, get more. Mr. Just very thin. 
And maybe you just develop a, a six month plan for communication. What are we going to do? Council? Is it Parks and Rec? What do we need? I mean, be very strategic about it. Um, because in three years, you won't necessarily know what projects you want to talk about. Plus, we need to know what the city is planning too. For example, on this pathway uh, along, along mm -hmm. the river on here, what, what's their timeline? Yeah. The last time we talked, tried to talk to them about it, they basically said, yeah, yeah, we're thinking about that. <laughs> well, it's not on the CIP. So maybe the work session, as Regina suggested, would be a great idea to do. I don't think it would be bad to do one work session a year. Well, and, and there's, you know, we don't have to necessarily go, like we can invite uh, Julie, the, the Parks and Rec Director, out to the to one of the meetings and mm -hmm. just, we you know, kind of what's Parks and Rec doing that maybe we can assist on. Um, so it doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. you know, necessarily the full board board and board meeting together. Um, and I know, you know, as far as I'm aware, at least, their staff is always happy to oh, yeah. kind could of we invite, come around. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the key departments <laughs> that we want to work with, could we you know, like every other month, invite a group. This is why this is a great idea. I have them come in, give them yeah, 15, that's a 20 good minutes, idea. give an overview of what's going on, what's what their plans are for the next 12 months, and uh, so that we at least have an awareness and, and have that understanding yeah, as we yeah. look at projects. And we can present them with how they might benefit us too. Mm -hmm. sure. And you might also just invite the city administrator out to talk broadly about the strategic plan and how the airport can be involved. Sure given your plan. Yeah, I think those are all the right ideas. Yeah. Okay. Who were some of the other people when we went to the budget meeting? Um, a lot of them were very familiar with working with you. So they're all, they all look familiar. <laughs> well, I mean, you're at staff meetings, right? Yeah, I, yeah that's that. But the, the budget meeting was basically the city manager's office. So uh, Jeff, and I was Redmond there. I don't remember if Redmond was there yet. Um, the so finance director, finance director uh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that wouldn't be assistant city manager. I think Rachel was in the meeting, yeah. Um, okay, but so the, the others, yeah. And then, uh, Angie, Angie is the budget analyst. She, uh, Angie has moved up, like, she was the accounting representative that dealt with basically our accounts receivable and payables. Um, but now she so she's already familiar with the airport and, and, and kind of our our budget just in general of doing all of that but then yeah she became a kind of a broader budget analyst person and rachel was on the call that i had with the city manager okay. talking about this process so i mean probably wouldn't be bad to you know connect with both of them or have them out yeah um okay there's something i was looking at i was thinking uh, you know, when you mentioned the succession plan for Mike, is there someone in the city? I don't. I have no idea who this would be who would who could come to our regular meetings or regularly meet with with Mike and become familiar with what he does and maybe be prepared to step in if, if needed. Well, what the city administrator said to me, or city manager, yeah. work with both so many times. He 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 looked at me and he said, 
I don't have anybody in the city that who could step in. And, you know, there was that look in his face. That it's just like, and, and I thought, oh my gosh, I mean, yeah. the public works department would probably be the closest, but I can't even think right of anybody. Now, I think the, the... We just did that job. We just did that job description. Yeah. And there's there's nobody right. else but but no one could unless they start to familiarize themselves yeah. well what but we, we did what, what, what we did though is we and you've been working on it is the uh, knowledge retention document yeah yes um just trying to make sure that we've yeah. got documentation of where everything is and who to work with so i think the plan That's is if, if there were a you know a reason to step in, uh, the commission would essentially right. jump in, and, and we the would, commission could, yeah, yeah. But um, to the extent of, of actual this succession is, planning, these are details like. But that's not on. a super. I mean, that's, and I think once that document is completed, one of these collaborations communications thing is for the chair and Mike to to go to city, you know, to meet with the city manager's yeah. office to talk about that and what. So they understand. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to knock you off. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's, it's good. And I think, well, and a lot of it, I think, would come with the FBL. You feel restrained to take time off, to go on vacation when you have something come up because there's nobody else to be there when you're not there. Historically, there was a time when the airport yes. was run by just, just the FBO management wasn't a city thing. There was a time when there was two employees. So there's been different things at our other airports. Um, Burlington has an airport manager, and they have like an assistant. So they have they have a second person. Uh, McCollum has um, a part time person who used to also run the air run the FBO. Um, they just was retired, so it's just been the airport stuff. Uh, Yelford doesn't have a living soul. They just have the they have the streets department come plow the airport. And they just now, for the first time in 50 years, are putting together an advisory board for the airport. Other than that, they haven't had, you know. But as a result of that, they also haven't nearly applied for the grants that we have done. So I think in an emergency, you know, 90 day situation where you're able to find somebody, you have. The ability to make it. Yeah. But, uh, but part of that too is, I mean, at least in my work with other organizations, is understanding what the commission needs to do within that 90 with days. That, so it doesn't, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a lottery situation. <laughs> and another idea too is do we do we partner with some uh, airports in the region for planning? Uh, I mean, we could have someone who would be ready to step in at one or two, maybe three airports. You know, there might be working over here. Maybe they rotate in over here. Yeah. Their plan is to become a manager at this airport. But if something happens, they can step in. Right. Right. That you. But I think regardless of what that looks like, because it really is up to the commission, you know, to develop that. I think once you develop that, the communication with the city administration, that would be a great thing. Because <laughs> I I mean, if I were the manager and had a department that didn't only had one staff, I think that it would be one of those things that might keep you up on some nights. I panicked when he was sick for two days. <laughs> right, right. But we had a, we've done a lot to find connections for temporary. Right. 
So I don't feel as panicked as I did three months ago. And although the commission is probably more involved than most boards at the city level, the airport commission waxes and wanes in its level of involvement, depending upon the people around the table. So, but to think of that, I think that that's an opportunity for communication once the plan is done. Anything else? Let's see. Oh, I also remember to add to your department list, I remember reading something about having a um, a story time out here. So don't forget the library because I, re- I know that you've done oh, yeah, collaborations yeah, yeah. with them. So having the library or, or their bookmobile person come out here and present to you is another department. Okay, it, let's keep moving through. So the success indicators for your financial goal, your financial sustainability, this is pretty really self-evident, but um, what what will success look like in this area to this commission? Maybe we balance our budget. Have have enough income to cover expenses. I'd like to broaden our income. Find other sources of income as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And yes, absolutely. Balance our budget. <laughs> have Definitely. a maintain have a, maintain a cash reserve yes. for emergencies. And this is another area as I think about um the direction that the city's finances are going, particularly with what's going on at the state level and other things. Um, I think the continued uh, financial sustainability and the continued financial independence of the airport is a good thing because if you if the airport ever had to be on the list of things to get funded by the city, I'm not sure how it would fare given yeah. you know the tightening budget at that level, you know, at least in fact, you you'd be in line behind some other departments, yeah. I think. yeah. So here are some, I mean, you really did succeed in the, I mean, you know, you you had does not exceed 10%. Well, you've become basically financially independent from the city's general fund. Once again, you wanted to have diversified and sustainable funding um, streams. And I think you want further diversification is what I'm hearing from you. as Judy mentioned, you want revenue that covers operational expenses, but but you also want um, a reserve fund, yes. which is always important when you have capital assets. And then adequate grant funding um, to upgrade and maintain high quality facilities. I think that that probably is still in there, but is the word adequate the right word? Probably. Okay. <laughs> there's right. so much, you know, there's a lot of stuff we'd like to do, but you can only apply for grants for certain things. Right. right. Well, and, and we still only have a limited supply of matching funds that we can right. throw out there. Too. And and you really only have, I mean, I get 
um, RFP information across my desk all the time. I never see anything. I mean, it's only federal and state funding for right. airports, really. It's not, yeah. Yeah. there aren't private foundations out there looking to fund airports. Well, we have, we have the, that one. McKinsey the Scott isn't like The foundation up. that we're looking at to help cover the cost of the mural. Right, the community yeah. foundation. That that's, and I mean, that's are for land based. We have to do the legwork to get to that for you. So that has to come from donors. We now have a mechanism to receive yeah, right. Uh, the donations, uh, but if we want to, um, you know, that that is another um, stream of revenue or, or, or revenue stream, and it's something too. Where are you going to use it for ad hoc projects? Are you going to use it uh, to endow something? Are you going to use it uh, in the terminal project for um, you know for naming rights? Those sorts of things. Uh, I don't know. Really. Well, that might be a strategy that you consider as we think about financial sustainability strategies. You might think now that you have a tool. Did I do? Oh. No, you're good. Okay. Watch your Now that you have a tool, um, you might think of working, talking with a fundraising consultant and seeing what opportunities might. I mean, your concept of endowing, I. I don't know if there's a donor out there, but why not endow the airport manager position? I mean, right. if, if you were a university. Right. Um, I mean, the university, my wife works at the foundation. I mean, that's another public institution that's different from the airport and they receive, you know, tens of millions of dollars right. uh, to endow, in, you know, positions, so. Right, I, I, you know, I can't think of what that donor profile might look like, but there might be somebody out there. So I don't think that as part of your strategies, that might be something to explore is to explore the possibility um, of private donations beyond the mural project. Yeah. Um, I can imagine the profile. Uh, Good. So. Great. You're in charge and that one. <laughs> well, and you have a connection to somebody who understands fundraising. So I think that you all can have a, a strategic conversation about what that might look like. And you'll be able to get your feet wet with the mural project, mm -hmm. get a taste for it, get in front of some people, understand what that looks like um, with a very specific kind of, you know, mm -hmm. kind of easy to sell project. Yeah. And uh, you know, private donations, that might open up a world of opportunity, especially if you think about renovating the terminal building or some aspects of this. I mean, naming rights, anybody? I don't know. Um, I think financially, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a goal or a specific goal, but Matt's not going to like to hear hear this, but I think you're going to have to look at your fuel flowage fees within the next five years, even maybe even sooner. But mm -hmm. uh, we have increased hangar rates quite a bit since I've been here, um, and especially this last year where we did the ten percent raise. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's time for the fuel fees to come back up again. We have kind of put it on hold because of uh, fuel prices and inflation. So we're, yeah, so we're still going to have to do things to. Yeah. You know, so that's a strategy still in trying to get new, and, some new uh, hangers for more yeah, people coming I mean, in. That would and, and that's where um, 
because we're at still such a break-even budget, you know, even after the hangar fees, mm -hmm. um, having that extra income gives us the ability to, you know, even if we don't do anything with the terminal building up with the study, we have the capabilities of continually setting money aside. So in 10 years, we can redo carpets, we can redo, yeah. uh, you know, things to, to enhance the customers, the customer relation, customer service side of things. But also if we have hangar development opportunities, we have funds that we can entice people, whether that's assisting with apron development or in just building up the reserve. I mean, things are getting yeah. more expensive to repair. Absolutely. So mm. We never know there's going to be something that has to be addressed. And even even our grant managing has been $100,000 a year since, mm -hmm. I mean, that's been a city council resolution since the 80s. Maybe we should ask about that. So that, that I mean, that's... If there's opportunity... It's a lot less far, far than it did in the 80s. And they would understand that. If there's an opportunity that that would, that would make a difference, I think that, that that's an opportunity for that very focused ask have we, and conversation. Have we run up against uh, limits because we didn't have enough matching funds? We haven't had any projects where we didn't pursue because of limited funds but we also kind of look at it in a five-year picture mm -hmm. where one year we might be spending $150,000 the next year we might be spending you know $75,000 so it becomes a five-year window that we look at and as long as that five-year window is about $500,000 everybody's pretty happy yeah um but yeah, we we ought to consider. I mean, talk. I mean, again, if it's been since the '80s, if that's been in place, uh, you know, in real terms, things are ten times more expensive oh, yeah. than more than. Yeah. Not asking for a million dollars matching funds. And yeah, some of the projects we have coming up, you know, uh, provided well, even now with with the the bill money that you know is it's just extra money that is not typically <clears throat> things we have access to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we really don't have matching funds for those, yeah. but we have projects that the city's behind and have said, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you got money for it. Do you have any additional um, land that would, that is not making you money? Do you have any land that you can rent? Additional land? It out as farmland now. Is that, the farmland is rented, right? Yeah, okay. Every, yeah basically. Everything is making here. money yeah, that it can make money. Yes. Okay. And and the issue we have is like the south side of the airport. Right. You know, we could commercialize some of that. But the problem is, is if you take enough of that away from the farm ground, you're going to lose the farming lease because you're not going to have enough to make it worthwhile. Right. Farm. Right. So that becomes the. Right. I know, mean, it's a balancing yeah. act. But basically, you're saying that you're maximizing every asset that you have. I, I would say we are, yeah, um, so. but there I'm, certainly are other things. How about the along Riverside here in this large grassy area with the fighter plane and stuff sitting there? You know, I'm sure that's big enough for much of anything, was it? Yeah. A restaurant in the parking lot or something like that? Yeah. It doesn't have to be our restaurant. But I mean, if, if there's if there's unused land that we used to park cars on occasionally. Okay. Could yeah, it be used for something? Could it, could it, it be? could be used for something different. It, it becomes, you know, that, that cost-benefit trade-off mm -hmm. of... Bringing in utilities and... Well, I mean, the, the nice thing about this area is utilities are here. Yeah. You don't have to go very far for utilities. 
um, other places it becomes an issue or there's other issues like on the south where you got the floodplain issues are there any um, assets that we should consider decommissioning Smithsonian still would like that plane well it's i mean that's i meant like uh just like a building that's got a lot of maintenance or um i don't know that anything we have outside of this building <laughs> yeah <laughs> um um yeah. uh, is, is really i don't think so either it's not, is dramatic yeah i don't think so either it's, that just kind of throw that out but it's here. a it's a it's a question that you should but, be asking on yeah, a regular no, basis I, are we maximizing and should we decommission yeah. anything because you've got a really tight budget. <laughs> um, I mean, we're for this building. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly right. We may try to go after some sort of historic, uh, but anyway. Well, yeah, well, it's yeah. And again, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm pretty sure naming rights can go with donations. That's how the Stead Family Hospital mm -hmm. got built. That's how. Pretty much every name building on campus got built. And would you be subject to the city's naming policy or as an independent commission, would you, I mean, that might be something to explore because the city did develop a naming policy. I would assume. Closely it adheres to it. But I mean, I think the commission has the authority to go their own direction, but I would guess we would still want to play by the broader rules. We certainly would. But would the FAA We'd want to have their blessing. You wouldn't want to go off and do something that they didn't. Right, but yeah. I'm just I'm just pointing out that yeah, as you explore that, there are, there are current naming rights that yeah. you might want to get it, you know, ahead of. Um, okay, anything else insofar as strategies? I mean, this is a pretty straightforward area, you know, minimize expenses, maximize revenue, right? Yeah. And, and some of those other yeah. projects that we're doing, the whole solar power thing, you'll yeah. help. And, right. you know, we just turned an empire runway into led lighting and we got plans to do the the other one with the next yeah. project coming up. so even if even if that solar project is a couple of years down the road we're going to see savings from that transition which kind of leads us to the infrastructure conversation so when you talk about success indicators in this area what do we expect to see in five years I mean, most of the key infrastructure, uh, airside runway and stuff. I mean, that's there's still some things left, I know, but most of the big, of the big ones have been done now. Default speaker change. Electra. Electra speaker. Can you still see me? Here? Yeah, we can hear you. So you were saying, I just, you were saying <laughs> that most of your. Like we got the taxiway runway, so we still have some threshold uh, extensions, uh, runway extensions apron. at the apron. Um, there's still the idea of a that second uh, taxiway on. Yeah, and I think for the most part, those are going to take care of themselves with the FAA funding, you know, as it becomes available. So it's not. It looks like it's scheduled out. Yeah, next unless year. we have, you know, a dramatic windfall of money. I don't know that there's anything we're going to advance quicker than. But I would say the big things. Uh, but are, um, 
hangers mm -hmm. and uh, terminal. But mm -hmm. and yeah. you will have um, completed your terminal plan study, your terminal study. I mean, that's all we can say at this point, right? right. Yeah, because that'll roll out. Um, should we also con uh, include the airport master completion of projects included in there? I think we need to. I mean, that's still something that you go by the airport master plan. So we should yeah. include that. What's that? Would the expansion of the parking lot be included as a success indicator? For the past. Yeah, but are we thinking of adding the charging stations for the. Oh, like EV stations and. Uh huh. For the electric cards, would that be part of it or no? It's we can make it part of our solar power mm -hmm. review. I don't know that it's currently a part of that at the moment. I'll talk to CMT. But do you want to put that in success indicators, or do you want to say explore charging stations for a strategy? I like it better. Explore. Strategy. Yeah. yeah. Strategy. I don't know if we could get it done that fast. <laughs> well, probably it's just if you partner with someone. And the the solar study should also be in the infrastructure completion of that study, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should be completion of a study and completion of some type of system. Completion of a you want to call it just. So call it solar system. Solar That's energy, really confusing. Solar energy, solar energy, energy, energy project. Yeah. Okay. I open to wording. <laughs> well, you'll see wording and you can take it. So strategies. Um, so last time you talked about advocating for that sidewalk. Um, should we put the sidewalk or the trail as a success indicator? I would certainly think it's. Something. Let's let's be bold and try it there. Yeah, You've been talking about it for. We, we I mean, this will be ten years. You know, I would like to see that. I, well, I think that it's in line with what the city would like to see. You also have things like paint the airport hangar. So I'm assuming that complete the mural. Yes. I mean, that's we that's it. Paint the hangers since last time, right? Yeah. 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 We just haven't hit all of them. We still need that. The air flare yeah. water. Um, you talked about landscaping would be, I mean, you're going to have to remove those trees. Yeah. So, I mean, is that something that will be completed in five years? It better be or those trees will fall over. Well, that's one way to get rid of it. Well, it will also be called out in the terminal studies. Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. Where would the signs fall into? The new signs that we are waiting on? Well, the signs that we've approved, could that be under a success? It could be. It'll be done I mean, by then. It'll be done this spring and summer. If you hold it to summer, you can check it off your list. This is a <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you, Electra. Um, so the strategies basically are the studies. Um, and that sort of thing, and then moving ahead with some of your, um, do you have capital projects? I mean, what are the capital projects that are under grant 
right now? Right now, the 1230 runway reconfiguration, um, the terminal building study has its go letter. Yeah. C1. And we have the general blessing of the solar power project that we want to do, but we don't have, like, that's too common. Right. Um, okay. So basically, a lot of your strategies are studies that you're undertaking. Pretty much. Okay. At least for the next year. Which yeah. seems pretty. The new T hanger infrastructure. Pardon me? The new infrastructure budget. The T yeah, that's right. Yeah. Taxi lane for days here. Okay. And then your last goal, the engagement goal. Success indicators for this. Now, last time this was mentioned. Um, you wanted to increase community use and you mentioned aviation and community uses in one. And so um, you talked about use of the meeting room, community events, number of attendees at community events and social media activity, as well as economic development um, activity. Yeah, I, think still I think we've accomplished yeah. a lot of this remarkably well considering the pandemic. Right. Uh, and certainly we could be increasing. So what, I mean, this was a, this goal had a little bit different flavor than the last one. What are you thinking of for success? You're talking about more community engagement and not necessarily aviation uses. So what will you look at? And I mean, is it improvement in those kinds of surveys where people, I mean, you talked about the survey a lot when it came to engagement, but that's kind of a random, you can't control externality. Mm -hmm. well, I think the fact that we have aviation should be an attraction to a lot of people in the community if, if we had events that they were interested in coming to. I, I think we should use, we should leverage the aviation activity to attract. Like fly-ins and things. Fly-ins would be one Oh, well, this is where we can add the restaurant. Right. <laughs> That'll be the terminal study. Leverage aviation um, activity to attract. And you know what Public. else? I mean, the, for example, the the idea of having kids come and help paint the murals, you know, stuff like that. I think those are the real opportunities with um, with kids. Um, you know, not saying air show, but there was a show we came out to when we first moved here and. I want to say night here in 2001. Yeah. And I've got pictures of the kids in little pedal airplanes. And, uh, you know, on a Saturday, they have something to go and take the kids to do, um, you know, whether it's a small carnival or something that um, just kind of brings them in and builds that goodwill. Were you there for the, um, I remember they had the paper airplane contest growing by age groups and they had little awards and things. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Black Islands. Was, I think that was where we that. Was that fly? Okay. Yeah, we did fly. What was that? Twenty fourteen. Is there something you can do with the flight school to get people? I mean, is there a community 
kind of a general activity. I mean, it might not be all community, but it might be a selected. I mean, I'm just trying to think of aviation attraction, not just having movies on a hangar. Mm -hmm. Well, it is Yoino's flights. We have high school groups, interest, aviation interest groups come in and we give them tours and talk to them about uh, you know, aviation as a career, everything from mechanics to pilots. Mm -hmm. I would say that's increased that, that's threefold in the last five years. Is that high school or community college or well, high school? Mostly high, high school. school. High school. Um, now, okay, so is that something that they come to you or you go to them? I mean, are you proactive or are you reactive or responsive? Typically reactive, all of them. Other than a lot of them have been have turned into annual things like the Kirkwood, uh, uh, what was that? Kirkwood Community, Community College. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the Kirkwood Community College, but they work with high school students. They work with high school students, and yeah. how we do that? It's scheduled one per semester, basically. Yeah. They come out with 20 high school kids at a time. And if that wouldn't happen, uh -huh. If you missed a semester, who would be, who would, you know, who would have the flag go up and who would, who would respond? I mean, those are the kinds of things I think that happen. I mean, would you notice it or would you guys notice it? Probably wouldn't. Notice yeah, it. I think there would be something that the FBO, the FBO would notice. Okay. But um, there are two avenues there. There's a STEM avenue and then there is a, yeah. a vocational avenue. And this is more vocational. And I think that's where the real value and opportunity is too, is the vocational side, because I mean, these are going to be really welcoming jobs going forward. We're, we're running out of workforce. Okay, so that's aviation. Are there other uses, strategies that you want to think about? I mean, you have partnerships with, is it Summer of the Arts that you work with or is it Parks and Rec for the movies? Summer of the Arts. Yeah, I mean, for this year, at least the mural is going to be a, a really neat project. I think if we can work in some, uh, some community participation in that, it would be great. Absolutely. Yeah, you could work with nonprofits. You could work with the district. Any given child in the district does K through eight arts activities there are nonprofits that work with kids i mean you just got to kind of identify the partner link maybe we could ask our artist to uh perhaps engage with the schools about that maybe kids could you know create their own little proposed designs and have a contest mm -hmm. um I can see security problems, safety problems, having the kids come and help around them. Well, not necessarily come and help, but if if if, if, if at schools even oh, there are class, they were drawing kinds of what they yeah, would like to yeah. see. Well, or even have the muralists go to classrooms exactly. and talk about that um, to build excitement yes. for. I'm assuming you'll have a ribbon cutting or a community event, right? For the mural when it's completed. Yeah, we'll be sure. sure. <laughs> you know, there is a little space um, kind of between the fence and the road in front of the hangars, more space than any other place we've got. I mean, we could maybe just kind of mow it, 
nice and tight in those areas so that people could, if they wanted to come see the mirror, they can still be on the outside of the fence, but. Put up some picnic tables. Maybe, there's trees there. So people can't, I mean, Okay. You're not going to be able to interact with the mural per se. Some benches that yeah. face the uh, mural. The mural's intent is the interaction is the engagement from the road to look at and from different places. Well, and if, if there's opportunity, we could work with the artists for actual hands-on painting, but it just it just takes be, a little bit of that'd be really hard to work around people using the hangers and we we would work with them. We basically move their planes out of the hangars and put them in the jet air hangars or something for the, for that day. We got five doors and two of them are right there. And since we're choosing a local artists, they might have a relationship with the school art programs or professor, not professors, but uh, teachers. I'll give you. They some. might know them. Yeah. And that would be a good way to one. Like Regina said, go and get excitement and present the project in their classes and show them what the vision is and see which of the kids might be interested. And then it would be by the guidance of both of them, not just the, our artists, but their teachers. And that so way it wouldn't be like so many kids under our artists. Yeah. I'm just going to put a community activity linked to the mural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's feasibility and scheduling and contacts and all that. And I told Mike that I could provide him some district names because um, I've worked with art projects in the district. Um, but you also, like I said, have all your nonprofits that are youth serving as well, neighborhood centers, um, United Action for Youth, you know, so that there are lots of opportunities. Um, but as you say, it's a different, it's not like every mural project. It's not like a downtown mural project where people can go up and be yeah. hands-on. So it's, and then you're going to have a, a, basically a community launch, a community ribbon cutting for the mural, right? I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I'm not sure what that looks like right now, but we're going to do something. Yeah. Community <laughs> events associated with mural <laughs> unveiling. I haven't thought quite that far ahead. <laughs> really? Well, and to a certain degree, if you think about strategies, uh, the whole fundraising campaign is an engagement strategy, yeah. right? I actually think that you can get some engagement with the non-aviation community through this. Oh, yeah. Um, because there are, I mean, yeah, I know people who are ready to donate pretty nice big sums of money for something like this that had no connection to the airport at all. Okay. So don't limit, we want to limit ourselves to just airport use. It's a, it's a real community engagement. I mean, as we talk about being good neighbors, um, this is one of those opportunities um, to use our canvas. Okay, yeah. Who's um and uh, will you be working with a fundraising advisor for that or not an advisor per se? It's just the, the community foundation. With that foundation, but so we don't have any online advisor fundraising. Not yet, unless they've got somebody. Which I don't think they do. Be up to us to 
yeah. if we wanted to hire somebody to coordinate that. Actually, there is a um, student of yours who works at the foundation. Um, she just soloed. She's a tail dragger. She flies a 140. She actually doesn't fly here. She flies oh. at Galesburg. Okay, she's not my student. Okay, she's one of Matt's students. Oh, yeah. But you got a, a really enthusiastic uh, fundraiser with Ooh. the University Foundation. I can't think of her name. Oh. That, you should be on the subcommittee. <laughs> yeah, I think that that would be. I can talk about my neighbor, Lynette Marshall, who runs the foundation. Um, and you know, the subcommittee. Yeah. And the right university now. also has a, a nonprofit leadership um, certificate, and they have fundraising classes. Um, okay. My students don't do fundraising for those classes because I teach adjunct in that, but there are fundraising classes. So mm -hmm. students might want to add this to their, uh, this would be a great portfolio project. You wouldn't have to pay us to Well, it's a portfolio, potentially a portfolio project oh. in that. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that it's hard to hire, you know, get hired as a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. So, but when we talk about this engagement aspect of it, um, you're going to have a lot of opportunity in this fundraising project to yeah. increase understanding mm -hmm. uh -huh. because if you yeah, don't, perfect. you're not going to, you're not going to get the funding really. So yeah. I think that, that, that might be for the next year or so, a primary strategy is your mural project plus your partnerships with, I mean, that's what I've yeah. heard you say. Mm -hmm. Is there any, are there any other, and I saw in your agenda, you have some regular activities coming okay. up. Yeah. And those are annual things that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything about the social media or the communication aspect? I'd love to have more people running stuff. <laughs> what? I would love to have more people to run stuff because running, trying to run four different social media accounts and have things to post or, or post things and, um, I mean, the university has marketing curriculums that are uh, geared toward social media, um, you know, content. I mean, could we find students, uh, you know, with the university that would be able to, you know, jump in? For free? Some... Yeah, for free. Yeah. Do you use like Social Pilot or, or something that you can program all your posts? Um, not at the moment. I run social media for another organization and that's what I started doing. So that might be a help, mm -hmm. but yeah, marketing classes as well. Um, but any any goals or strategies around number of, I mean, you had the article when the study came out, but it's just, it's getting, it's cutting through the noise to increase the, mm -hmm. yeah. the understanding. So think about, and maybe this is something you want to explore for strategies is thinking about, we want to get this in front of people X number of times sort of thing. And quarterly press release. Yeah, sort of a press release or a social post that relates to the economic benefits or a social post X number of times that links to this, you know, just being very strategic about, actually, which is hard. Yeah. yeah, well, it's actually going to get a lot easier because you can have ChatGPT write it for you now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, well, really good. 
you know, yes. we have an election year coming up. It seems like we always have political candidates coming through here. I think I think this year is going to be different because the Democrats need to get their stuff together, and Republicans don't tend to come to Iowa City. Well, and you have it right there. there. No, I don't think we're going to get the attention. Yeah. yeah, I think I think yeah, I think we're going to see a shift in the yeah. the. Activity around election yeah. season. No, I had which is bad because it, it was a lot of activity. Really, it was. No, it was. Okay, so I'm going to okay. wrap up. Um, the question that I also have is: a lot of strategies fall kind of to Mike. Um, are there any specific strategies besides the city council and those kinds of things that you and probably the fundraising campaign? Correct. Yes. That are commission responsibilities, right? Either that or we're going to have to give Mike some help. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that we can talk about, but I think that that's something you also want to think about because the success of the plan, I mean, he's good, but the, the entire success of the plan is on his shoulders, really. And so thinking about what role the commission plays, what part, you know, what pieces yeah. of strategy the commission takes, and then... Um, I mean, obviously, this mural project seems like a commission project. So figuring out that and a little bit about the communicate the, the first the first goal and the last goal, I think that there are opportunities for commission involvement, particularly. That makes I've been sense. Involved with the mural part. So I can yeah, no, you've done that. great the mural stuff. Like the fund, fundraising is going to be the next big piece that we'll all need yeah. to take a, you know, take a chunk of. And... I can still help with the mural. Yeah. So thinking about that, um, we didn't in the last plan really assign responsibilities and a lot of plans I do, but it's such a public document, I think, assigning responsibilities. But internally yeah. at your meetings, I think as you talk about the plan and, and progress on the plan, remembering to divide up those responsibilities, I think is going to be important to the success. Yeah, we've just Good. Meeting, yeah, we usually create subcommittees when something right. like that the target. So. And so you might want to think about for those first, the first goal and the last goal is really doing some subcommittees to, to manage some of those strategies. Obviously, a lot of the first goal with connection with city departments falls on Mike yeah. naturally, but you're going to strengthen those ties if, if you have... Um, have more people involved. So the next step is really to develop a draft plan. We're really done taking an hour out of your meetings. Okay. Um, <laughs> so maybe your meetings will get shorter. Um, and I appreciate I appreciate you doing that. So what I'll do is I think I'll plan by your April meeting okay. to have a draft. And that will give us ample time. If um, So sometime between your March and April meeting, get you a draft of the plan itself. Um, full plan with these so we can mark through it, take some time at the April meeting, maybe a half an hour, or get me comments before the April meeting, confirm those comments in a shorter period of time at the April meeting, and then um, get a final draft for adoption. I think we said yeah. in May, right? May or, yeah, yeah. May or June. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think we have a buffer that mm -hmm. if we still want to tweak after the yeah. May meeting, we would still have time. 
Okay. Thank Excellent. you very much. Thank you. And nothing against you, Regina. You were awesome. Thank you so much for all your assistance. It's just like oh, you'll see me back. And then I'll in with Chris um, for any any of these. Um, yeah. What I might do is send you all the, the draft strategies and success indicators as a starter. That'd be great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Airport construction projects for C. Yeah, right. see. Um, everything here is basically everything I've been talking about for the last yeah. two months. Yeah. Um, the only difference is the uh, twelve three zero uh, consultant agreement has to go through an independent fee review, so it takes a third party to look at the scope and oh. provide a cost. So that's that's in progress right now. Okay. Um, the solar power project CMT has given me their draft scope. I've sent it off to the FAA for blessing. Uh, the the that scope initially will cover um, a essentially an electrical usage review to make sure we're sizing the system because again we just took an entire runway and made it LED and we're planning on doing that with the other one so there has been changes of usage but, but to so confirming the size of the system we need uh, confirming the ability of the buildings that we expect to be putting panels on to support those panels and dealing with a couple environmental things. Um, that's a uh, under $40,000 agreement that's um, in the works and that'll be eligible for reimbursement um, as part of everything. So okay. uh, again, that's, a, that's an FAA for their concurrence so I can bring it to the commission to sign off on. Um, everything else, um, this is February. I expect the call for state grants to happen in April. Um, Right now, my plan would be for uh, the next pieces of taxi lane project on the south side that, that weren't able to get done in the initial project that uh, uh, we take a look at that. Um, and then also in the next couple of years, I want to replace the um, fuel storage front end equipment. So the, the, the motor and the, the filter system and because um, that's all original equipment. Would the south taxiway potentially include access to those T's or not traditional access to the T's? Yeah, I think it does. Additional access. Oh, um, I think you've got an extra. A, a, a secondary access. Yeah, yeah secondary access. Um, we'll take a look at it. I think I'm not exactly sure how we pull that off, but yeah, we'll take a look at it. I thought you had that in one set of drawings that I saw. I've got, I, I think it's connected to the parallel segment. Right. Um, so right. what we would do, what we would go after the state for, at least my initial thought was that that second strip um, of taxi lane that just goes down the 200 feet or so, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily a secondary access, but oh. that allows for the building uh, essentially on the other side where um, we'll have that gap. Because uh, the one we're doing right now, you'll be it'll be able to be built on on both sides, and then the right. second one just gets the, the western edge. edge. Right. Uh, there's also the the uh, um, area where the the box hangers are um, that has that little cutout because we didn't get that third hanger built, um, where it wouldn't be a bad idea to fill that out anyway, right. just for space, yeah. and also maybe entice somebody to build that last box. Yeah. Um, so that, but yeah, we can take a That's look cool. at that that secondary access too and make that a um, 
maybe maybe yeah. make that a state state to state grant application. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty much it. Parking lot addition. Same thing. Waiting for spring. Make sure everything is looking good. Make sure our, our seed and stuff like that comes up. Um, just kind of a short turnaround in meetings that not a whole lot of things have transpired. Yeah. Um, the project is done. Uh, airport operations, ready for that? Um, yeah, budget, we're halfway through, a little over halfway now through the, the budget cycle. So things so far, okay. are, um, I don't want to <laughs> jinx myself for the last half of the year, but things are looking pretty okay again. Um, you know, everybody knows how tight our budget is for major things yeah. to happen. And um, kind of one of those things to just keep in the back of your head as we look at future budgets or, um, you know, again, have those conversations of uh, fuel flow or mm -hmm. hangar rates next yeah. year. Um, things aren't getting cheaper, that's for sure. Uh, annual report. I think I actually failed to put the annual report in the packet. That's the one big piece I missed. Um, I did get comments from Judy. Um, it's not super critical that we approved it tonight anyway, but if you do have comments on it, if you do have things to clarify, get them to me. Uh, we'll throw that back on the agenda with everybody. And then we'll, um, I, I think it'd be good to wrap that up but probably and, and maybe delay giving it to council and do it as part of the strategic plan and you have everything kind of together uh, since we know that's coming and that's going to be one of our goals. So um, events, the couple of things, drive-in movie, it's looking like that movie will be, um, I believe it's, I believe it was the first weekend of August um, uh, that was proposed to us for the movie at the airport. Um, I don't think the schedule is out yet for Summer of the Arts. Um, that's why it's still listed as to be determined. Young Eagles, I have made contact with those guys and we're looking at the first weekend in June um, for the Young Eagles event for the year. Um, so that'll give us again, a few, few activities throughout the course of the summer, wrap it up at the end of the year with the pancake breakfast like we always do um always on the lookout for more things or more opportunities so if there are things that we can do um you know <laughs> kind of all i got right, yeah right good yeah. okay great uh fbo <clears throat> okay okay here's the Maintenance sheet download was it included this time. I don't think. I don't think it was. Yeah. I think I got it a little later than I thought. Basically, there's nothing all that exciting other than fuel filters and snow product. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think this this year definitely, like I mentioned last time, the brush has been the most handy piece of equipment we've ever had, just because a lot of times what we're trying to do is accelerate melting and just get yeah. stuff off. Um, so anyway, that's been really really good. Um, to have, I mean, today they they did a good job plowing everything off. They waited until it was done, so they didn't compact it down to turn it into ice tonight. But but um, almost done. I mean, once it started warming up, they they got going on it, and uh, so that worked out really good. Um, that's pretty much it on the maintenance side of things. Um, on jetter side, we're we're still busy in a lot of areas. Although I 
flight activity is definitely slowing down, like in terms of charter flight activity requests and things like that. And that's kind of an industry wide. I think everybody's starting to see things definitely normalize in terms of you know back to 2019 numbers or 20 something like that, as opposed to they just catapulted way up beyond what anybody could handle. So now now they're getting back to normal. But it'll be interesting to see what that does from the industry perspective, because everybody, you know, prices spooled up way, way, way high and um, businesses spooled up way high with staffing and airplanes and equipment, often buying stuff that was overpriced and things like that when they did. Um, Dead air is not in that standpoint, so that's good. So are you starting to see prices fall? We're starting to see prices fall. Inventory is going up on sales of airplanes, too. Not not huge. Uh, And some markets are still extremely tight, um, but other markets you're definitely starting to see, you know, at least 10, 15% more inventory than were before. Mm -hmm. Um, And they take a little bit to get added. Mm -hmm. Um, So it seems like that's going to be an interesting interesting factor for the year and jet air is really fortunate we didn't like i say we we were extremely conservative throughout but i anticipate to see other operators have problems Mm -hmm. if it continues that way um so anyway and there might be opportunities that come up because of that so we're, we're excited for that kind of stuff but but just still cautious um shops are still busy and they will probably be busy forever with the shortage of mechanics um so everything there is is um, going good. Jet Air, um, we've been talking about potentially building something this building season. We're thinking we're probably not going to build this building season um, here. But um, I had two customers reach out to me this week about wanting to set up a meeting about building something here. Um, so I'm going to sit down with them. Um, and Mike has, has talked to one of them about you know land lease stuff a little bit. And, and we'll see if we can convince them to do something. It'll definitely take a lot of work on our end to help. There's a lot of things about constructing at an airport that's different, even if they have a construction background or they built things before, there's a lot of things to keep in mind. So it'll definitely be a, an investment on our end in time at a minimum <laughs> to help them get something done. So we need um, to add that into the solar ideas too, well, adding it to that building if we're adding. Adding in that area. Well, and it'll... If something gets constructed, I mean, that's a good thing to keep in mind because of the pavement that you're adding to have, have access to your, for your system. But it'll all probably, all the development that would happen would tie into the current oh, uh, okay. power supplies, like the current, what's the right word? Like the your power grid. The power grid, but I mean, even the, even the right okay. uh, so, generator locations, whatever that, transformer locations okay. are all going to stay the same. Okay. Um, but anyway, so that's something we're going to help do. Um, weather has been a part of the factor. Um, the tours, like I mentioned earlier, we've got, I know, I think there's one tomorrow. Um, was, well, there was supposed to be one today. They didn't, they didn't come? No. Oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah. And then tomorrow, um, um, Mike and I are, are doing a, what, what do you call that? It's the economic. It's the community leadership program. Put yeah. on by the Iowa Business Partnership, which right. is the 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 merger of uh, the Chamber of Commerce and the Iowa City Area Development Groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so the goal of the program is to take community leaders, business leaders, and expose them to different areas of the community that they otherwise might not be exposed to. Oh. Uh, so we're going to have yeah. a lot of people that, that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, might not necessarily have 
a reason to come to the airport or, or be involved with things for the airport. Um, and we're going to talk about basically why the airport's important and, and how it affects the economic impact of the area. And, um, kind it's of timely conversations of stuff that's recently come out. Yeah, and there's what, 20, name, okay. 25 people? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Something like I that. Know, I know I saw the list. But, yeah. but definitely a, a diverse group of, I mean, they're from all sorts of different industries and, and, and they're all probably relatively younger group, you know, 20s, 30s, but okay. but um, between hotels and city and different things like that. Mm -hmm. So that'll be really good to have them out. Um, so anyway, so they're coming tomorrow morning and then um, um, that's pretty much most of our okay. stuff to talk about. Uh, one thing that will affect the industry a little bit is Continental is telling everybody to not fly their airplanes for uh, oh. a little bit. Continental uh, sent out a notice um, for all 360s, 520s, 550s, mm. and everything constructed from July of last year, 2020, or no, July of 2021 through yesterday um, to not fly them until they send a notice out right. about right. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, so Cirrus sent out a message yesterday saying that they're proactively grounding their fleet that they control mm -hmm. with a you know nudge, nudge to also ground drone airplanes, but they didn't tell anybody that for liability purposes. And then the FAA, you know, then Continental will come out with a service bulletin, and then the FAA will come out with an AD for something, mm -hmm. and nobody knows exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, um, any idea at all? Um, yeah, the the rumors are has something to do with um, a counterweight for the crankshaft being installed backwards. Mm -hmm. So the beveled edge is potentially on the wrong side, and like I say it's all speculation until they, they come out with something. Yeah. Um, but it would require some level of work. Might require a new crank if it was put on backwards because it would be pinching the uh, the fillet. It could be, and that, that's the thing is. So that could be really major. Well, the the problem is that the industry is so far behind. I mean, yeah. up until you know before any of this, Continental was uh, six or uh, you know if you sit in for a teardown inspection, they said they'd look at it in three or four months, yeah. and yeah. then it'd be done in a year. And so now they just grounded, you know, 1,500 airplanes or more, mm -hmm. you know, a thousand Cirruses. So I don't know how many. Plus every Cirrus that needs engine oil. Plus, or, or, or you have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, so you've got at any given time probably about, you know, 10% of the fleet needing engine work, right? Well, yeah. Major. That's major, potentially, yeah. 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 And then, like I say, this whole thing. I had no idea how many airplanes Cirrus had built, but they had built almost 900 airplanes last year, and of that, 750 of them were 20 SR-22s. Yeah, and so, well, so, they're, and they're all Continentals, and they're all Continentals, and so then, then that includes then by the time you figure last year and year before that, you're you're over 1,200 airplanes. <clears throat> so anyway, just wow. think, you know, these are the kinds of things that just bog bog it down. That's what you've been, you know, when we have customers. Or conversations with customers and consult them on buying things and doing different things you know it's not just what you want anymore because it's what you can get and yeah, also and there aren't a lot of other options for you plans. i mean well not new yeah uh because bank has started making the 182s again mm -hmm. and they're only making the turbos and yeah, they're making they just started making the turbos again they had the non-turbos and now the turbos and the 206 
because they had discontinued those at one point. They had, yeah, they discontinued the turbos for for uh, several years. But anyway, so yeah, there's but there's that. But then on the other side, there's also the workforce issues of training. You know, if somebody buys a jet, for example, um, most every jet you can't get an initial training slot for a year. So, so you like you could buy it, but you couldn't fly it or whatever. <laughs> you know, so. so just things like that. I mean, there's just so many bottlenecks at the moment that it's going to be, um, you know, a slowdown actually wouldn't hurt at the moment, but at the same time, just depends on where you're crazy. Where crazy. you're crazy. Yeah. So it'll be a fun, fun year for sure. <laughs> so, but that's all I've got. I have one question. Yeah. Coming in. Yes. Uh -huh. The tea hangers that you see from Riverside, mm -hmm. it looks like, look like some of the lights were out. That could be. Probably. Um, we're in the process of fixing several uh, overhead oh, yeah. lights. The ones like the LEDs like the, like on the, the hanger. The building is that long, and there was one light here, and then there were lights that were out the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, those are the LED lights on the hangers. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, those blue hangers, you might want to. Who is that? Lights. I haven't been following all New Miller's work. New Miller's work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. There is. Collectively across the airport, there's about a dozen LED fixtures that died kind of all at the same time. We're working on getting replacements, and they're all eight years old, give or take. Oh, okay. I mean, they so they'll be they, yeah they 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 were part of a uh, a project that was an LED conversion because they had we had the old halogen street lights out there for yeah. a while. Um, okay, so, so yeah, they're all the kind of breaking at the same time. That so okay. Matt, uh, I know you're servicing servicing selling Cirrus as well. So new is Factor Direct, okay. um, but we were a Cirrus service center, and then um, and you know we are in the network to be able to sell stuff, but but it's Factor Direct for new. So, okay. but it was we we did go to Cirrus's conference. Jared, who's our service advisor, came. We went out to their conference a couple weeks ago, or that's where I was during the last. Right, I just right, got back. Yeah, I just got back, yeah. and um, so anyway, but yeah, they're. They had no mention of it there, of course. This is all just very, I mean, this is all very, very recent, but. And then uh, I heard that Textron acquired Pipistrel. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. It's good. Yeah, so, that, did that happen? That happened a little while ago, didn't it? I, I just recently noticed okay. it. So, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know when it happened. Yeah, yeah. I think they maybe acquired them a year ago-ish, something like that. But, That'd be interesting. Yeah. So. Very good. That'll bring, that'll bring that plane to bring the electric stuff, yeah. And the electric stuff, too, yeah. The, 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 the Panthera. And, the Panthera yeah, and, and, and the Sinus and Virus. Yeah, all those. Yeah. Like sense. Practical electric would be a, kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, it would be a wonderful thing. Yeah. Especially if you could charge quickly and you could swap right, the battery. Exactly. Yeah, nasty out there. That's the... Yeah, well, okay. okay. Any commission member reports? Negative. Anything? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. Next meeting is in March. Next meeting is in March, staff. Nothing so. that we haven't talked about. Okay. Consider a motion to go into executive session under section 21.51i uh, of the Iowa Code to evaluate the professional competency of individuals whose appointment, hiring, performance, or discharge is being considered when necessary to prevent needless 
irreparable injury to the individual's reputation and individual requests a closed session. I will second that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you got the form. I didn't print one out. Okay. Okay. Now, question. Um, yes. We'll stop. Tapes. We yeah, we, tapes. we do have to switch tapes. Carl, if you're still there. Uh, yeah, I, I will see you. Good evening, everyone. Have a good night, Carl. Bye. And I didn't get who uh, That was Judy. Remember that time she described that she had finished a motion?